Hi, and before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand! With tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can get one with a picture of a special someone, or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone. Or even just for yourself. Hey. <laughs> you can use the code GAMES2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 208 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilbert, and who else is getting their sword excited with me tonight? I oh, am. Is that uh, me? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I am the world's most seventh dangerous assassin, the crownless king of Joe Butler. And I'm Scoop Jessica. And welcome. And Joe, what did you make me play? I made Mr. Mike Alberton play the infamous No More Heroes game for that came out in 2007 for the amazingly Nintendo Wii. Yes. <laughs> and we have Scoop Jessica joining us tonight, too, to talk yep. about this game. I heard a cat in the background there. Yes, it's not Jean. It, it, her name it's is Kira. It's Jean? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a two-year... I think she's two-year-old. I still call her a kitten, but... <laughs> pretty young all my cats live to be in their 20s so that's pretty young for me <laughs> and right before we started I, I called i muted it called her over and then and of course she had to meow and then walk over I know. <laughs> right. as soon as you said hello i hear meow yeah because uh, she's perfect that's what we say <laughs> but, so yes we're here talking about no more heroes a game made by grasshopper manufacturer i had played this game once a long time ago i want to say i rent i think i rented it in 2008, when all I had was a Wii before I got a 360, and I played it maybe a few hours, and then I just, I, I just quit. I just, I never got back to it. I never picked it up again. I don't, I didn't even. It wasn't even on my radar. I also hate the Wii. I need to put that out there. <laughs> I hate motion controls. As I said in the show. Oh, before. we've got, we've got to have a talk then. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like them. I, yeah. I don't know. I haven't played. I didn't play this on a Wii. I played the uh, PC Steam version. Oh, on a Steam Deck. So we've had a very different experience then. Because yes. I played this, yeah, orig- on the original original version on the Wii when it first came out. Um, I love motion controls personally. I I played <laughs> this entire game standing up in front of my TV, just swinging my arms, big arm movements the whole time. <laughs> I love. Um, <laughs> so, but that's good. We can we can bring some I just, perspectives. To I, I haven't played motion controls in a long time. Like. I have a Wii, but I, I won't hook it up. I have a I have a Connect that I, I won't hook up either. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm a collector of, of random crap too, like gaming wise stuff, and it's all stuff from previous. But I just I was I mean I am I mean I'm curious. I wouldn't I mean I could have seen this. I didn't mind because on the Steam version on the Steam Deck, most controls just become the right analog stick. You push direction, stuff like that. I was I like that. I enjoyed that, but I did think about like man, this, maybe this would have been fun on the Wii if I was to replay it. Mhm. Mhm. It's I mean it's a good workout if <laughs> if you you know that was a time in my life when I mean you know I was a big fan of the Wii I was you know 
at that point when this came out, I had um, pretty much exhausted Wii Sports completely and was in the market for something new with with the motion controls. So I mean, yeah, I was <laughs> I had to I had to make sure to move furniture and clear space when I was playing. <laughs> I know what you mean. I I could I haven't find a reason why I didn't like it because I had a at the time my son would have been around one or so when I had this game, so that probably would have been another reason why I didn't like it much. Yeah. Must, must not keep grabbable objects around, baby. No. And you probably don't want to... I would... I don't know. I don't have kids, but uh, uh, I would guess this is probably not a game you want to play with kids in the room. Although yeah, I wouldn't want or so they're not. I, I want to see you wouldn't really understand some of the jokes that are being he, made. I guess we wouldn't even notice what's going on. Just colors at that. I feel <laughs> yeah, like at that like, time, it's not. You're you're too young to start really registering what you're watching. What you're I seeing. Guess, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I don't remember my my girlfriend at the time. I'd have been like, you're not playing that in front of him. But I'm not. I can't remember. It's been a very long time. I, but I, that probably, I mean, I don't know, that, that might've been the reason why, but I've always been really salty on motion controls because I, I, when I bought my Wii the second time I bought Metroid Prime Trilogy, and I remember being all excited and I remember my, my hand hurting because I was holding, you know, holding the, the, the aim. And then I just never, I haven't, I don't think I've ever played since. Well, yeah. And see, that's, what's so interesting because I think personally for me and what I've noticed specifically with like this current generation like like the current PS5 controller, for instance, hurts my hand so bad. <laughs> like, I just can't stand it. And so for me, it's like there's something about keeping my hand in a constant position for so long and like only moving, you know, your thumbs and, and your fingers a little bit, you know, that it, I start to get those like claw hands after a while and they just cramp up. So I, I anything where I can move around as much as possible is a just a better gaming experience for me. And so I think a lot of people are like the opposite. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, this is too much motion and my hands are hurting, you know? So, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think this game was a good use of the motion controls, especially being so early in the Wii and all that that was going on. It looked want, like that. I want to say like 90% of the, of the Wii games were pretty decent with their motion controls. But you always get like maybe the handful of third party games that are just awful. <laughs> mhm. I mean the the Wii is still a special system. I mean I I should go back and try things on it like I'm sure I would like, you know, Mario Galaxy which I've never beaten or never really even played much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz my copy got stolen from me <laughs> at yeah. one point. I mean stuff like that like <laughs> it, it did. I mean it's one of the, I just yeah. <laughs> but it's a one of the, it's like those type of games where I'm like, man, I wish I would have like maybe I should go back and try the Wii, but I just can't bring myself to want to try the motion controls again, but yeah. I mean, it's been over uh it's probably been over 10 8 years at least. Yeah. Man, it's been a while <laughs> since it came out. <laughs> so Joe, how did how did you play this? So, I played this on my Switch, uh which does have motion controls. Oh yeah. Have- weird kind of way but i never played this when this first came out i didn't play it till it was re-released for the for the switch because I, I was obsessed with this game when it first came out but a lot of people don't buy the wii when it first came out and i was a pretty poor kid i didn't really have those consoles and i had a cousin who had them but it's like it's really hard to be like hey you're a girl do you want to play what games you want to play or do you want to play this weird game where this guy likes to fight anime style it's like oh not going to be able to convince my cousin to buy this game. <laughs> so clearly we were not cousins then. Because <laughs> I was that weird girl that was like, yes. 
I mean, this is a strange game. It is. It is. It wasn't what I expected. Tuya has like his weird way of like making just really weird games, and every game's themed off something. Was there anything that there was something that came up for this? So uh, one of the things that I asked you, Mike, did you play Killer Seven before this game, or did you play Killer Seven at some point? Yeah, it's on the show actually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a really early episode, thirty something. But yes, I I played Killer Seven back in the day because I had a friend that was a big GameCube enthusiast that would like always try to push the GameCube on people. And he was like, oh, you got Killer7, you got RE4, GameCube exclusives. <laughs> Back when they were. And I had played Killer7 then, and then I and then for the show, I actually went and beat it. I like Suda51. I like his style of mm-hmm. games. Played a few. I bought Killer is Dead like three times, but never played it yet. Maybe one day I will. But That's also a weird one. I haven't. <laughs> I have multiple copies of it. I, I did play, I think he did Shadows of the Damn too. I can't remember. That feels like that might have been his style also. But I, I don't remember that one actually is him, but I played that too. Shouts of the Dam is him. Okay. Mm, it is, yeah. That's a, that's a good game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kill, in Killer, Se- Killer, Killer 7, there is a NPC that you constantly meet, and his name is Travis, and it's the exact same character design, except the fact that he has gray skin and white hair, and his eyeballs are missing. And <laughs> yeah, and it's just supposed to allude that this was supposed to be a prequel, maybe, and then, oh, yeah. Well- and I might be jumping way ahead here, but at the, at the end of No More Heroes, you do get attacked by a person who I, I think is meant to be the Smith, the, 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 the Killer 7. That's not how he introduces himself, but um, that's, I don't know. How spoilery do we get on this, I guess? Oh, we can, we can get, oh, I forgot to say, there will be spoilers with No More Heroes. I mean, Game yeah, Gap okay. 7, I don't care. I yeah, feel free. Yeah, so so yeah, at the just to jump ahead to the very end of the game, you do once you reach your top rank, you do then obviously become a target for people who want to steal the rank from you and you get attacked by a guy actually while you're on the toilet <laughs> and the 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 sort of understood reference is that that guy is the main character from Killer 7. Oh. Uh, or at least he's meant to Yeah, cuz he he does look like one of the Smiths from Killer yeah. Seven, the black guy. I cannot yeah. remember his name or anything, but okay, I did not put that together. But now that you mention it, like, because I only saw him for a second because I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> I well, just beat. He, I thought I beat the game, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. You you really only do see him for a second because yeah, you're meant to sort of think like, oh, I'm safe at the top here, and you know you can sort of relax and then this guy just breaks in and attacks you, and it's meant to be like, whoa, what's going on? That's crazy. Um. But I've replayed this multiple times, so I <laughs> and then I watched a stream of Killer Seven, and I kind of put two and two together at that point and was like, okay, I see where they were That's cool. <laughs> kind of alluding to that. I mean, I also forgot that in Killer Seven, the guy, the dead ghost that talks to you is Travis. I completely forgot about that, Joe. Yeah, that but, was uh, nowhere in my head. The, uh, <laughs> so. Besides this being a really off-putting, weird sequel, this game is just chock full of fucking references. Just, mm-hmm. just chock full of them. Oh yeah, but it's uh, fucking hilarious. Yeah, and the the voice acting crew is people who are on just just about fucking everything. Travis is what is it? Robert Downey Atkins, most recently. What the hell is it? Metal Gear Solid. Cause he's Cause from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I should play five one day. Well, and, and not portable op. Peace other Walker. One. Peace Walker. Yeah, I he's play also that too one day. Yeah, he's in Peace Walker. What is it? The the destroy man is the voice of uh, Ocelot and uh, 
Shinobu is the, the her voice actress is in tons of stuff. And the main thing I can remember is uh one of our other people that comes on the show sometimes, uh Bill. She's the voice of Daisy Fitzroy from Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> Bill's favorite game. Yeah, Bill's favorite game. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I, I don't really I didn't really pay attention. I actually played this I didn't play it with sound most of the time. <laughs> but that those are reasons. But no, it was it was interesting. Like the, the, I didn't remember much. The gameplay, I think, is pretty. It works well. Like, I mean, you told me early on, like you're like, okay, the combat doesn't change, and I thought, okay, I might get bored of it. But I actually liked the combat. I like the way that you just have your low or high attack, and you just fight endless amounts of enemies and just kill them. See, now that's interesting to hear you say because I was, I was kind of wondering if not playing it with motion controls would get a little monotonous because, yeah, it is, it is so similar the whole time. You're just sword swinging you know it wasn't bad it didn't bother me like i was i thought it might get boring to me because i usually but for some reason it just kept me it kept me going and okay i should say for the most part i did play with sound and the the screams they make i mean that entertained me every time i love that i know i know (laughs) i didn't get i didn't get bored of it actually like i i did a lot of combat in this game like i mean all the combat the game makes you do it i think because i was getting money that i needed it was keeping that dopamine hit that I was accomplishing a task that I had to accomplish. So it didn't bother. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big part of it. Like, cause I'm, I love Metrovanias, but I also, I love the, the Vania version more where if I'm getting experience or money or something that I need to progress, it will keep me wanting to do whatever I need to do. As long as I always feel like I'm having progression, I I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Cause I know, yeah, for me personally, I'm not a huge fan of hack and slash in general. Um, I do get pretty bored with that, just generally speaking, in games when it's just, you know, pushing the same button over and over again. <laughs> but um, this was this was just a blast for me because I'm just physically swinging the sword around, you know, the whole time. And um, that, I can definitely see that being fun because every time you finish a combo, you'll you know, when you get the enemy almost killed, you'll get that button. I mean, I could I could have seen that being fun. Like I was I actually don't own this on Wii. I was a little surprised, but I could see that being fun. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. curious. <laughs> I didn't just not want to hook up the Wii ever again. <laughs> My Wii U is hooked up, unfortunately. But yes. Because <laughs> Pokemon Snap. Because when I, we did Pokemon Snap in the show like two years ago, I could oh. not get it to emulate, so I had to buy it on the Wii U and hook up the Wii U. That's a great game, too. <laughs> <sighs> it was fun. I wasn't happy, though, that I had to pay 10 bucks for a game and, and hook up my Wii U. But other than that, I was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a little irritated. <laughs> but that's more and- of the Wii U. And the, the one thing I love about this game, and as it's part of the Wii U's whole natural history, is this is one of those games where it's not your mom's game, as they were <laughs> advertised, because there's violence and sexy men and sexy women. Mm-hmm. Uh, this went this and that chainsaw game, Mad World, and just oh, a couple yeah. other games. Yeah, that were advertised as, oh, you, you, you're a teenage boy who owns a Wii but don't want to play Mario. Play these games where there's tons of violence. We needed that, though. It needed some of that. I, I actually have Bad World. I never played it either, but I have it next to me. Okay. I, I forgot about that. Like, I, I forget that, like, the Wii was such a, like, don't think about the Wii as much. Yeah, how much of a, you know, family console it was, and for lack of a better term. But, I mean, this game is, but this, I mean, I think that's one, you know, one, one thing that charms the game. This game is ultra violent, but in a funny way. Like, you kill people, you rip their heads off, and then there's blood <laughs> spurting everywhere. It's just hilarious. It is. It's really funny and it's really um, self-aware. Yeah. You know, and I, I love the whole plot that he's just tr- pretty much trying to get laid. I mean, that's the whole plot. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's trying to sleep with Sylvia, which, uh, you know, no, it's just yeah. it's just funny. 
And like of. the um, it, after that first battle, well, after your tenth uh, death medal was the the boss and the number ten rank. After you fight him, and she's kind of got you on camera recording the like cleanup after the battle, and the, it's just that point of view of like. You're behind the lens of her camera and he leans in real close and he's like, all right, Sylvia, if I make it to number one, will you do it with me? <laughs> and it's just classic. It's just like it totally sets the tone at that point. Like, OK, you had your first sort of official boss battle. You've laid out sort of premise at this point, And then now you've laid out the tone, which is like, you know, <laughs> just just that very self-aware humor. But it works so well. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, there's also the the really weird because you fight all these mismatches of random bosses. It it kind of has a weird Metal Gear esque feel to it because you're really just a random guy at the end of the day. Yeah, which is I liked. I liked it that you're just you know some guy and you have a beam saber because I can't say lightsaber obviously for right. Be- beam katana. Oh, beam katana. That's what it was. They don't yeah. even call it a saber. Yeah, no, that's what's hilarious is they. I mean, you still get it, though, right? I mean, it's it's obviously a lightsaber, but it's like we never we never say that. <laughs> Hell, the last one you get is essentially the lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, the handle is very close to it. It's a green, so like it's a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, Luke's but, Luke saber. Yeah. But <laughs> never, never do they call it that because <laughs> they can't. <laughs> Katana. <laughs> but that's part of you know also what works well. Yeah, I was also surprised. Like, I found it hilarious because between every before every call, you have you're talking to Sylvia, and she's always doing stuff, and it, it didn't click until when the story goes on. Like, she's always spending a ton of money on stuff. Like, she's yeah. getting massages, and he's like, "Who's massaging you?" Like, all sort. Of, I was always cracking up at all those all those jokes. Yes, she's getting a massage, or she's in like a fancy nightclub or something. Yeah, she's always, you know, she's at yoga class. <laughs> she's always doing something sort of you know, high-end, you know, real housewife kind of, real housewife kind of behavior. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny shit. It, it yeah. really worked well with the, with the story of what you're going. Like, it's such a just strange game. Well, one one thing that I guess we can we can go into it to go through the boss sure. is just a little bit one by one, because replaying the game kind of makes you realize, like, some of the things you see, and it makes sense. Because at the end of the day, the, there is no association that's the big twist for the end of the game. I think, what is it? Mm-hmm. Sil- Sylvia's mother calls and reveals it yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's always, you know, what? Oh, that that little scamp. She's always, you know, conic <laughs> men tricking them like that, you know? And it's like, oh, what a twist. But so, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and the idea is that she's, I, from what I gathered, and this is my personal, the way I see it, because this game, if, if Sue doesn't confirm it, it's in some way true. But I feel like she's she's hiring assassins to to fight you, but she's skimming like ninety percent of the money because uh, <laughs> I believe the the first guy you fight doesn't know who you are, doesn't know why you're there, and you just beat you kill him and get go over with it. And the second guy, which is the Doctor Peace, yeah, uh, yeah. the guy they've got with the revolvers, it implies like he had like his a final meal and like most of the money that you gave was just for him to eat really really nice mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh but it, i feel like the other way is if if she doesn't paying them isn't enough she kind of convinces them to kill you because sometimes it's kind of like oh yeah no I'm, you're just kind of a, it sounds like they're you're kind of a hit because uh shinobu thinks you killed her father mm-hmm. now, i'm assuming oh, 
Yeah, and I'm assuming yeah. Sylvia just told yeah. told her that. Right. Yeah. So Sylvia, to me, really represents the using all aspects of like the the sort of villainess, like feminine wiles kind of using like all aspects of that power or ability, because in my view, yeah, she was either with these various assassins paying them off or sleeping with them or having like, yeah, like sort of gossipy, like, you know, put, you know, Shinobu is like seemingly like a younger girl than Sylvia. So it's like, you know, pulling her aside and being like, you know, listen, like he's the guy that killed your father, you know, so like that kind of stuff. So, you know, either being like a gossipy woman or, you know, seducing the the assassins or or paying them off or, you know, just using all aspects of those sort of like evil feminine wiles kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't I didn't put two and two together about I was like wondering why she like why she thought he killed. But I also this is my first time playing this. I didn't know like the the complete twist of what it was going for. Mm hmm. Okay, that's cool. That makes a lot more sense. And that adds another like thing to it. What she's really up to. Okay, cool. And that makes sense why the price keeps increasing, too, because she's paying the assassin. Mm-hmm. them to kill you <laughs> or was it all being a setup for you to fight would you find out your sister in the very end right well, well even then that goes into its own like big kind of twist because the you get you get to the i think right before right before right after your quote-unquote fake dad dies it's re- Ryu. yeah it it's revealed that no it's what it's before gene i see it before after gene punches the was it dark star and i think she punches him through the dick yeah, yeah, dark, dark. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's revealed technically Sylvia is also doing what Travis wanted because he was at a bar filling his guts out to a random woman. So I guess it, it she kind of still works in a way too, where she's like, oh, I can pretty much scam this guy by stealing money from him, but I can still technically get him what he wants at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah, I remember doing that part. I didn't really, I guess I didn't really put two and two together, but okay, that makes sense. That's what he's doing then. And hey, she's a con artist. I mean, that's what you do as a con. You figure out somebody's weakness and you take advantage of it. (laughs) So, I mean, it worked in this game very well. Yeah, no, she's very good at it. But I mean, that's the thing, like, even, I mean, because the game is mostly broken up, like we're saying, the different boss fights. You go to an area, you fight a bunch of enemies, and you just Mm -hmm. kill random people, and then you get to a a boss fight. And the boss fights actually felt pretty impressive. None of them felt super challenging, except for a couple were really, really hard, or one in particular. But, like it was it, i mean i enjoyed it a lot i liked the different areas and i enjoyed just running through an area i guess because the dopamine hit the money but i can see the most controls being a lot of fun too if you're killing everything <laughs> yeah. i don't really have a whole lot to say about the second boss dr peace with the revolvers it, he was he was fine and i did like when i was fighting all the baseball guys i kept thinking of the movie warriors that's what it really felt like to me yeah <laughs> yeah that there's there's quite a theme of baseball throughout the game that's a two to fifty one thing I was watching the speeder and they were talking about that he just loves. He, yeah, he clearly is into baseball. I am not at all, but <laughs> no, I'm not either. <laughs> Can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, not... but then yeah, after Doctor Peace is Shinobu and you're in a uh, you're in like a school. Yeah, because she's a child. Because yeah, because she's basically so young. <laughs> she's she's up in this classroom. I I liked her fight. I I thought she was a fun fight. She's tough, was, but yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I also, so I have a question for both of you. When did you guys know, find out that you could hold down and do a charge attack? Oh. I, I, I feel like I didn't figure it out right away, but it was pretty early. Okay. So not the final boss after you died four times and look up a YouTube <laughs> video of what to do because you just cannot get it to work? No, no, okay. no, no. This was probably 
probably after death metal sometime. I was like, oh, okay. I did not figure it out until I was trying to beat the final ball. I died four or five times, and I was about to text Joe, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to I mean, we still would have done it. I'm like, I'm, I might not beat this game. There might be another game on the list I can't beat. Mm-hmm. And I looked up a YouTube video, and then I watched the guy charge his sword. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I've got a worse one for you. Because that's how I figured out how I could do the chart attack. Did either of you get the triple sevens during your combos yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, yes. Okay, how do you activate it? I didn't activate it, I don't think. I don't yes. know. I, I just remember I just remember kind of moving my wrist in a way that activated. I don't remember specifically. <laughs> did you know you didn't did you not figure out how to activate it? It's the minus button. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, that would be that would be tough if you yeah, no, I don't I don't remember having an issue. The game does not tell you. (laughs) I can believe that. The game does not tell you. The game does not tell you what that does. It doesn't say anything. You just get a seven in the corner. And I was, I remember, I think it was a YouTuber that was playing it because he was, he was talking about the beginning and he's like, oh yeah, look, I got a seven. And I think he was like a test. I think it's Matt McMuscles who's a tester for the game. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how it's like, oh yeah, the, uh, they don't tell you. It's just in, in the, the list of controls they give you. But it's only in the booklet in the Wii if you bought a new copy. Because, I mean, if you buy a used copy, sometimes <laughs> the book's not in there. No, it's, it's gone. It's not in the instructions for the Switch. I know that for a fucking fact. <laughs> and so I looked it up because I remember him being like, oh, yeah, you have to hit a weird button to do it. And I looked it up. It's like, oh, yeah, hit the minus button. It's a insta-kill move. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think I, I never did it because I didn't know. I just saw it and then I just Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's super rare, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it also I feel like it fits the game well to have things that you don't realize that are there oh yeah yeah it's just that type of game and it just it being that you know that slot machine you know you get those special moves you know and i mean the first time where it's like strawberry on the shortcake and you're like what is even happening <laughs> <laughs> what uh what couple of those did y'all get I, I, don't. I know I got all of them, all those deserty title ones. I know I got all of them, you know, at some point throughout the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say there's like four and it's like it's uh, like a slash attack that sends out like a beam that slices enemies in half. Mm-hmm. I believe there's one that I think if you just attack, you attack enemies super quickly. There's two of them that you have the same look where Travis gets blonde hair. And yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it's either... You hit a button at the right time and it insta kills them. And then the other one is some kind of just like another fast attack. And then when you hit the end, the arrow spins in any direction. You can attack them however way you want to. Yeah, you can just slash in any direction. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, they were some, I mean, they would make the battles go by really fast, which was always nice mm-hmm. whenever they would come up. I was not ever really great at the wrestling moves. <laughs> <laughs> for like for the since you were playing on with most controls, did you have to like move the Wiimotes then, like the different directions? Yeah, it was, it was like both hands, you know, jerk up really quick or down really quick or in opposite directions or in the same direction, you know, and getting getting the timing right on that was always not difficult, but, you know, more difficult than just swinging your katana one-handed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, whoops, oh. I didn't do a lot of wrestling moves. <laughs> I skipped them most of the time. Yeah, well, and they... You, you can get away with skipping them most of the time, but there are, they do contrive some sorts of scenarios where it's like you have to use them. And I was always like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because there are a couple missions that made you do it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and there were like bonus missions that were like wrestling moves only. Yeah, that was that was I never liked those. <laughs> yeah, those were tough. <laughs> also, like what, another thing that makes this game really different is in between the boss fight when you're playing the regular game, you have to make more money in order to get to the next fight that we were talking about. And you have to do like, you have random, like you, one, you have assassination missions which you can do, which is just like go into a fight and kill these guys a certain way or kill a certain guy or, you know, kill these people in amount of time. And you also have side jobs, which I think are the more hilarious ones where you just do like random shit. Like the last one you get is picking up scorpions mm-hmm. in a garden, picking up trash is one of them cutting grass. Like they're amusing though. Yeah. Gathering cats. <laughs> I like that. And then one time I lost a cat because I hit the wrong button the cat just left. I know, yeah, sometimes like, if you don't do it right, they just, like, walk away, and you're like, no! That's a cat, though. Uh-huh. No, that's yeah. very true. That's what cats do. Like, they don't, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna leave you. Bye. The side jobs really added to the tone of it, because, you know, as you become more and more powerful, it becomes almost more and more degrading to have to do these, like, <laughs> side hustle jobs, and they just they just are so silly where it's like, yeah, go go scrub graffiti off the dirty buildings. <laughs> I enjoyed them, actually. Like, I didn't have a problem. I know some people, I think, complained about doing, like, side jobs or having to do, like, be just a sa- the random little assassination. I enjoyed all that. I'm like, this is fun. I, this was a nice little break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I certainly enjoyed it as as a player, but just, yeah, within within sort of the... Oh, yeah, no, the context. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I wish, like, the mini games. Which it, it's funnier because in two they become a lot better. But I wish the mini games weren't kind of so spread out because a lot of times, which I, th- I think is weird, that I do love about this game. Some of the mini games are really good and really quick cash, and other ones kind of didn't see a point too because a lot of them were like way too spread out, like the the wall cleaning one and the scorpion one and the bomb defusal one. Mm hmm. Yeah, some but, of them felt like you didn't get much money for them. Yeah. Almost, yeah. But you you do them, and I mean, for me, like you do them, and you unlock the next one. So I was like, okay, that worked for me. Yeah, well, and that's what's always interesting too, right? Is you, you you're talking to your your boss for for the day, and if you do a good enough job on your shitty little side hustle, then he's like, all right, I've got something darker for you. You know, <laughs> I've got this assassination mission for you. You know, this is where the real work gets done. And that helped push me, knowing that was always there. Uh huh. Yeah. I, didn't, I know I didn't have a problem like I was plus it was kind of nice just to have something that, that wasn't intensive after a boss fight just to go chill <laughs> and just play the game right right that really worked well for me no it, it did um break it up in an interesting way for sure and I didn't have like one of the complaints I was I was hearing people talk about this game like the completionist he was it was like the open world is kind of bland which is true but I don't mind that in games, especially in a game uh, where I'm going from mission to mission. I don't mind I'll play an open world. I'm fine with it. I don't I don't either. And in fact, I feel like it's this game kind of uses that to its favor in a way because, you know, you can ride your bike around, but if you get out and walk or eventually you can run, um, but uh you you find stuff, right? You find stuff sort of in these this, you know, but yeah, it admittedly can be a kind of bland environment, but I mean, every dumpster in every back alley will have some sort of prize. Like, those are basically chests, right? Yeah. Um, they will have some sort of prize for you or T-shirts or money or whatever. You can find money, like, randomly buried in the ground. So it rewards you kind of, like, running around in that open world. And I I enjoy doing that. I I will just 
run around and Santa <laughs> destroy all day and just love it. So I, yeah, I, it was nice. Like the roaming aspect of it. I'm also a big fan of Arkham Origins, which is a very open. I mean, there's more stuff to do than in that world, but it's not a lot of people complain that world's very empty. But sometimes it's nice just to traverse from one spot to another before your missions for me. Like it's just I'm OK with not. I just want to just travel. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And what's nice, too, is if you get too far away, you can call your bike. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I was I was always running around and just <laughs> seeing what was around and stuff. So they, they have those like I've randomly I found one of those like call bulbs or whatever they're called. Little like just little yes. random objects. Are there only <laughs> seven of them or are there a ton more? It's Forty nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say there's there's way more than that. <laughs> OK. Do you need to get all of them? I mean, Whenever you get them, you can go back to that guy in the bar and he'll, you know, teach you new technique. Okay, because I, I got seven of them. I paid them once and then I never bothered again. Yeah, no, if you do it again and again and again and again, he'll teach you all of these different techniques. And that's what I when I said, like, eventually you can run. That's one of them is, is you get like a dash that he teaches you. And so you can okay. like, run faster. And that's just one of the many skills. That's the only one he taught me because i was i was scared for a second when i saw them do the charge strike at the end i'm like oh god i hope that isn't one of the things i don't want to have to go find those balls again because i i'm not big into searching for little items in an open world map that's just not oh. my thing oh so, okay that that is my agree. thing i i like doing that so, <laughs> so i did find all of those eventually yeah i mean if i do it it's where I get an internet map up and I start marking things down. I was like, I am not, I mean, luckily it's only seven. So it wouldn't have been too hard to figure out like what I was missing, but I'm like, I'm not interested. <laughs> well, and you don't have to do it. It's all, it's all bonus stuff. To, technically. Yeah. I mean, you could skip it completely, but, um, but yeah, I think it's worth it to, uh, to just to get all those skills that he teaches you by like kicking your ass. Apparently <laughs> it's sort of like whenever he teaches you a skill, it's like, the screen goes black, and then you just hear him, like, beating the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny about this game. There's just so much stupid shit that's just hilarious. I, like, it's hilarious. And being in the open world map, like, you have lots of, like, I mean, you have town, you have different things you go to. You have the training store, which I, which, which I, always, I always find hilarious. The guys, like, take off all your clothes. And then when you're doing the little training minigames. I swear the song playing in the background is a is a is a riff on Eye of the Tiger because I heard the do yeah do 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 and then but a little a different enough so it wasn't yeah. soup. It's definitely a sound alike for Eye of the Tiger. Uh, um, was it the the screen whenever you you go up in a rank is totally sounds like the opening to Star Wars. Oh, so, I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just caught the Eye of the Tiger when I was like, wait a second, this because I heard the do 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 and I'm like, huh. yeah. It's one of those like legally distinct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I really like, I really like when you have to do the, like the little mini game of the squats and stuff. And I mean, it was like really simple, just hit both the you know di uh, analog sticks down. But I, I really yeah, liked it. I was gonna say I was actually squatting. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually like doing the workout. <laughs> so fun. It was. It was. Yeah. A little, I mean, you get extra, you know, attack power and stuff, and you know, right. just a little upgrade. Yeah, so you've got you've got the gym that you go to. You've got the uh, beefhead beefhead video, <laughs> so you can go there and rent your wrestling videos to acquire skills that way. But then it's funny too because between each mission, you always inevitably get a voicemail on your, or I guess, <laughs> yeah, it's like an answering machine. <laughs> 
from from Beefhead because your porn is overdue. <laughs> your porn that was is, always hilarious to me too. Your porn is overdue, or you sent them the wrong tape, or you recorded and only sent them back like the first three minutes of the of one of them, or some other just <laughs> random goofy shit. Yeah, yeah. And isn't the isn't the guy that works at Beefhead is he another Killer Seven character? No, he's the so very very minor spoilers because it it is the point of the next game and the next game he's 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 basically one of the important characters that you know yeah yeah he's a bishop yeah 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 and then he's also who brings you your bike when you when you call him yeah and then uh, where else do you go you go to the weapons lab with uh naomi Oh yeah, because you can you give her a couple things. You can buy a few upgrades from her. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get all of them. I got most of them. There was one I missed. That's and fine. Then Area fifty one is the other place then, which is the uh, clothing store. Oh yeah, I went there once, bought one shirt, never went back. Oh dude, you gotta, I don't, you gotta yeah. fill out. <laughs> I don't the buy clothing robe. games. <laughs> I saved my. I have saved all my money. Oh, uh, but they, they all, all the outfits are in cutscenes. So my Travis is wearing all black. <laughs> that makes more sense for him though. Yeah. I don't know, I just I bought one shirt that said something about no more heroes and then eleven or something like that, then I didn't buy any more. Oh, no, now I had done. I had to get every shirt, every pair of sunglasses, every pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that that's there. Like I mean, and this is the kind of game where you could just, you know, farm money if you wanted to, just yeah. so you could then buy everything. Like, you know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Right, right. And then the the I think it's the fourth yeah, the fourth boss you fight, which is Destroy Man, which is my least favorite. I Yeah. I didn't like this guy. At all, I like Destroy Man. That's one of my favorite ones. Okay. <laughs> like, I guess like... He really annoyed me because he. I had a hard. I was having. To, I was struggling with him at first too. He's a postal. He's a postal worker that ends up killing all these people, then puts on like a freaking like superhero costume. Right, <laughs> right. So. And he's got that real like Goku kind of like like he's so delighted and like polite and like like oh I'm just I'm so glad that I get to fight you today man like and it's just yeah there, to an extent I was sort of like all right <laughs> yeah, I don't know I just did not like him yeah I, yeah I think my favorite part is the part where Travis goes well what do you go ahead and change your outfit Mr. Cosplay and the way he, <laughs> the way he says it is just like really out of like out of nowhere but just really fucking funny it's really funny no he hits that he hits that line perfectly yeah yeah I think because I had a hard time, like, it took me a second, like, he flies up, and I didn't know how to get him to come down. You had to, like, I had to go break something in the room, and he falls down. That's how I did. Yeah. I guess you could shoot the ball that's back right. at him. Yes. No, I that's right. That. Yeah, the 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 stage kind of falls apart at a certain point. I yeah. think that's what irritated me about that fight, too, is that, like, I would I would kind of lose him at times, and he, you know, he hits you with that big beam, and he, I would have to, like, like, oh, shit, where did he go, you know? I think, that's what, I think I almost died too, or did die. I don't know because I remember being irritated. So it must have been. I think I almost died. Yeah. No, I think he killed me once or twice because he's just. Yeah. No, he's he's an interesting. Like I sort of respected just the diversity of that character, just especially like coming off of like having just beaten Shinobu, and then it's just it's just this guy, and you're like, okay, Miss, yeah, Mister Cosplay. You get somebody you want to kill. Because that's how I felt, too. I'm like, I didn't really want to kill Sonobu. I mean, you don't. You just cut off her arm. But I'm like, I wanted to kill this guy. I'm like, uh-huh, this, uh-huh. this guy needs to die. Well, yeah. And it's I think they they were going for like a bit more comic relief because the yeah, Shinobu got pretty serious at the end there. And then, yeah, this he's just a just a wacky guy. 
it also like shows how durable Travis is because he like electrocutes him and then like pelvic thrusts him into the wall and like <laughs> Travis is like bouncing all over the goddamn fucking uh-huh. area. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he shoots little laser beams from his crotch, which is also hilarious too. <laughs> yeah. He has machine gun nipples as well. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <sighs> it was hilarious though. And then the the fifth boss, I don't remember her name. It's on the beach. That's, that's Holly, right? Holly, Holly Summers. This I this to me. So I did this fight four times successfully. Yeah. Not on purpose. I ran into a glitch on my Steam Deck where when I would beat the fight, the game would glitch at the screen where you have to pick when it shows you what rank you are, and it just wouldn't load. And I did the fight a couple times where I'm like, okay, I and then I had to. Download this on my PC, playing on my PC, get past that part, and then I was fine. And I oh, went back okay, to my Steam Deck. Okay. I mean, it's I, not the game's you know, fault. With, with her, I just got stuck in the, like, d- you, you dig these holes in the sand, and you got to crawl out of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just kept getting stuck in there. But, um... It's a really... It was a really good boss fight. Like, I was surprised yeah. how much I enjoyed that boss fight. Like, yeah. I did not expect uh, that. It yeah. was just interesting. And it's like, you actually kind of, like, it's one of the... One of the few characters where you kind of care, too, because, like, I think she has a prosthetic leg, too, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because she essentially got blown up because she's all about mines and, like, their whole whole level is about mines. It's, I mean, you're on a beach and you're fighting army soldiers and everything, working your way to get to her. And then it's like, you don't even want to kill her. Like, I mean, the whole fight, I mean, the fight also took a little bit for me. Because I, I was saying thing, I kept falling in the holes and... I died a couple times on her, too, because I get caught up in her missile attacks. Like, I beat her the first time, no sweat. Second time, no sweat. Both times it froze. And then I couldn't. Then I then I died a couple times. I'm like, come on now. I just beat her, like, multiple times. <laughs> mm. I was irritated. <laughs> but, but just, I don't know. I just really, I just, I, I really like this fight. And this, and this made me also think about wanting to do another top 10 episode on the show about boss fights. Because this was a boss fight that really stood out to me. How she just, she fights you with a shovel and... She's digging holes and putting you in, you know, you fall in holes and she throws grenades in the holes. I don't know. It was, just, it was really amusing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And it, it's kind of at this point in the game. I mean, you're at a bit of a halfway point and um, it's when you start to really realize like how different each boss really is. And I know at this point was when I started questioning like, like, wow, you know, if at this point we're still under the impression that like the the Assassin's Association is like a legit thing and these people are really ranked in accordance with that it's sort of like i i just found myself during during the fight with her like starting to really question like oh okay this is so interesting like so she's more powerful than the last guy i just fought you know (laughs) um yeah yeah no i i enjoyed her quite a bit it gave me a lot of Metal Gear vibes too. Like when you, you <laughs> Metal Gear Three vibes to be particular. Like you kill her, then you carry her to have her buried and stuff, and like you're all sad and like, and she kills uh-huh. herself essentially. Yeah, no, it, it does. It's another one that gets kind of serious at the end there. It really reminded me of the boss mm-hmm. and Big Boss. So uh, it was, uh, it, it kind of hit me. I was like, okay, this is this is it's a little different on this you know comical game here to have like one that had more meaning to it. It felt right. You also get like this really good like idea of kind of the character Travis is because besides him being a weirdo fuckhead, he also is <laughs> a decent person because I can't think he he refuses to kill Shinobu because he cut her he cut her hand off. And then even when with Holly, he's like, I'm, I won. I'm not going to kill you. And she's like, that's not how that works. I'm going to eat this grenade. Mm hmm. Oh, just sad. Good. Just sad. It started to get me more. I think through, I think that's really kind of the turning point in this game. And I really started to appreciate this game more. Was this yeah, fight. yeah. 
off of it. Yeah, no, seriously, for me, that was, that was, like I said, when I started sort of thinking about the game, it was sort of like, oh, okay, (laughs) this is, this is really something. But so then after, after that, I think is when you end up with the let's shake Dr. Brain fight that ends up just being... (laughs) <laughs> nothing introduction yeah <laughs> ends, up, ends up just uh you know you get you get to that point and i guess this is the true halfway point because yeah you get you get to what would have been this this crazy boss fight with this wacky guy and this dr brain thing and then in comes henry and he just ends it <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like I was I was really thrown for a loop. And also when I saw that part, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be the real like this guy is somehow gonna be like either number one or somehow involved as a final boss fight. Because mm-hmm. it just you know, had he just comes in, kills your kills your enemy after you went through all like this whole level and nothing happens and they're like, Yeah, you won. And he's like, What? But I, I gotta fight somebody. He's like, Nope, you won, it's fine. And then it makes more sense as you understand where the story is going with yourself. He's like, Yep, it's good, don't don't worry about it. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. In the moment though, you really feel like you're left hanging though because yeah. so, like you're so geared up for a fight and then it's just like oh <laughs> over <laughs> don't worry about it it does a, it does a good job in, in tricking you and kind of you know leading on with a story that you don't expect either because you you don't see where it's going I see. oh go ahead because you're not you're not supposed to know you're not supposed to like i mean i don't i didn't get any i was i thought it was weird but i didn't have any idea where it was going to go with it with him yeah 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 well and the um the world leading up to what would have been that fight was just kind of this like narrow passage that you're going through, you know, like even that was a little like, where am I going? What is going on? You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my eye out for uh, the wrestling cards. So I don't miss any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I did collect a lot of those too. I don't know what they do. I would just grab them because they were there. So. They, I, I I had such a, I've, you know, I've played through this a couple of times and I, every playthrough I've missed at least one. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the same one. I don't think I've ever gotten them all in a single playthrough, but I have like collectively. <laughs> okay. I I don't go for I I can't go for collection stuff like that. I just don't care. <laughs> I mean, I grabbed them, I saw them, but I I'd look for stuff just because. <laughs> You're like I'm a collector in real life. <laughs> yeah, mostly now Steam, unfortunately, which isn't really collecting, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> and then you get yeah. to the the next spot. I think it would that would be the seventh boss. I don't, who was the seventh one? So this, was this the magician? Oh. This was the Harvey? Harvey Mosowicz Woldarski, the, the magician. Right. This yeah, is where you ride the subway stuff. I Okay, the right. subway stuff was kind of cool. He's supposed that to be Chris Angel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it is like a Chris Angel type for sure, yeah. Okay, and this is where you have, you have a random mini game here too, where you like are a little mech in a, in a shoot 'em up game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that threw me for a loop when that happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter. You can die as many times as you end up. It, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's it's a true just just bonus sort of aside. But yeah, no, I I loved that. I love that it just throws you in into that with no warning. It reminded me again of a Snake Eater because there's a, a small in the original PS2 version of Snake Eater. If you go to sleep in the bed at a certain in the, in the torture after you've been tortured, he'll just end up in a Devil May Cry mini game. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Reminded me of that. If you talked, I think you've talked to Sigmund for I've been a long time, but yeah, it, it reminded me of that because he falls asleep on the train. It was just weird. This was also a weird. This whole this was a, a a weird but funny boss. Like you show up to the to the to the magician, the magic show, and it's just you and Sylvia sitting there, and there's nobody else. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. In this big uh, theater auditorium. Yeah. It's also, a, it was a very weird fight where you're, you're upside down for different parts. And it was just a very, very strange boss fight, I felt. Yeah, they were, they, they took some chances with this and, and the, the angles on things and the camera really twists around and does some crazy stuff. But I, I liked it. I thought, I thought it worked. And there were, you know, these sort of cutaways and I'm a, I'm a fairly, I guess, I don't know if I would say I'm still a magic fan. I I used to be a pretty big magic fan. And so like, I, um, this appealed to me from that (laughs) point of view, it's, it's pretty popular in the magic community to hate on those, uh, those Chris Angel types. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just like, yes, kill him. <laughs> I used to like David Copperfield when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched any of the Chris Angel stuff. I didn't care. He seemed too stupid to me. Yeah, no, I mean he's he's kind of a joke in the in the genre. <laughs> so I enjoyed just uh, getting to <laughs> kill the shit out of somebody <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe, what did you think of this fight? I, I think this is it's a it's a pretty weird fight and you can see him trying to mix things up. But I think this is also whenever the fights start introducing insta kills, because if you get caught in his weird box and you don't escape out in time, I think you die instantly. Oh, OK. I got I got I mean, you caught it, obviously, but I never I never was in it long enough. But yeah, I don't like instant kills, but this game did have a few of them. Mm-hmm. OK, it's too harshly punished. I mean, you usually get to just start right over again. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still annoying. I mean, I didn't notice uh, insta kill until the next boss. That was where I ran into an insta kill. Yeah, the um. That's my. This is my favorite. If it's the one I think it is. The next one. Buster. Yeah. Yeah. This this the girl with a baseball bat. No, that's the next one. It's number two. Uh, number three is Speed Buster. Uh, you go to a different town, and you're the guy that trains you is there for some reason. Oh and... God. Okay, I hated this one. <laughs> and so you have to because your cat gets involved briefly <laughs> you have to you have to sort of chase the cat to to this location that was funny i thought it was weird i thought like in the cutscene, like every time you leave your house and the cat leaves with you i'm like why is the cat like i'm like okay that's supposed to happen and then uh-huh yeah. no it feels like a mistake at first doesn't it it feels yeah. like oh i fucked up i let the cat out <laughs> i mean i personally had stress about that because i have my my kitten that meowed when this episode started which will probably still be in she likes to escape sometimes and run out the door except when she runs out the door what she'll do is she'll run to the neighbor's house run down a hill but she'll mallet you constantly so you chase her and then when she's done she'll stop and then what you pick her up and take her back home <laughs> <laughs> good kid there's one time she ran in the snow and then she she didn't she found out hey, it's cold. And she just stood in the snow and just looked at me and meowed angrily. Like I'm like you're the dumbass that ran outside and let you out. <laughs> She's like, why did you do this? Why did you make it cold? And then one time she a couple days ago she was trying to escape and I saw her and I was letting, I was letting the dog in and I saw her running. So I put my foot out and she ran into my foot and she spent the next five minutes just yelling at my wife about it, just meowing at my wife. <laughs> what, I, what horribleness I did to, to, to her by not letting her run out the door. But yeah, that's what it, that's what all made me think of. Just cats being cats. Cats, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think every pet owner in that moment, like you've had that same cut scene, what, five or six or seven times at this point, And then it's like, oh, now it's the same scene, except you see the cat walk out. And I think every pet owner in that moment was like, no, no, whoops, what did I do? <laughs> get the cat, get the cat. I really like the fight on the bus because it's a different perspective. 
Like you see it. Yeah. I, I really like that. I, I got, I got a big kick out of that. I don't know why. I did but too. I did too. Yeah. Different, really different cool. angle on things there. I don't even. Oh yeah. And this, okay. So this boss fight, this is where you end up seeing some, I guess your master, which you've never been introduced before gets killed out of nowhere by a giant laser cannon. <laughs> you don't even notice like what's happening. And then you have a lady who's, who's just yelling at like, what? I can't hear you. And she's putting together her giant gun as you're just standing there. <laughs> I thought that was, once I realized what was happening, this also felt very much like an anime boss or something from an anime. Yeah, yeah. She is like like an old witch character. Yeah, she's kind of looking the witch from Howl's Moving Castle too, kind of. Or what? Mm-hmm. Or no, uh, Spirited Away. Sorry, Spirited, Spirited Away. Spirited That's Away. Yeah, no, totally. Reminded me of that. Like it was yeah. just I, I fucking hate. Again, I didn't know what to do because I actually and normally when I play games I always look use guides and I look up everything. And this I didn't. I was mostly just trying to play blind. Like, so this, I didn't know what to do right away. It took me a little while to realize, okay, I got to run in these houses and hide off the side when she shoots and then keep running. That, yes. And I had the same thing. Cause I, I started just charging straight down at her and that was obviously ineffective. <laughs> and then eventually, yeah, I realized like, Oh, there's all this shit on the side, all this like architecture on the side here. I need to be using that uh, to my advantage and kind of sneaking in and out. Um, and so it was an interesting take on, you know, everything up to this point. It's like you're moving through a world to get to the boss. Whereas with this, it's like you see the boss. She's like right the fuck right there. And but you have to weave in and out of all these like side things. And then you've got, you know, the sort of drones on the side that you've got to kill. But, Which was cool. And they, they can get killed by her laser beam, too. If you If you can. If you get them to go outside, they'll get murdered. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did it once or twice by accident you, where some, I must have ran out and they followed me and they just die. <laughs> you just hear them scream. Ah! And they just get blown up. Yeah. Yeah. It took a little bit for me to figure out you had to hit a pillar and knock a pillar down, which then messes up her cannon, which is then lets you able to get up to her and just murder her instantly. Yeah. Like that was not clear. That no. took me several tries. You can do that. How'd you get to her? I just went, I just kept going around. There's a uh, there's like a back uh, oh. hallway somewhere is where you can walk like a good 30 feet. And like the, the whole exit's like right next to her cannon. No, see, I, I eventually knocked over the post and and did it that way. But it took me several tries. OK, uh, I tried. I couldn't get to her. And that's how I ended up finding. I found the post by accident and I saw a button prompt. Like, OK, maybe and I thought at first it would just make a, a path for me to go to. But then it ended up leading to me just being able to knock out her cannon. I ran at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. pretty much. Cool. Exactly. There's more than one way to do it. Mm-hmm. That one is just it, it frustrated me. <laughs> yeah. It was just I don't know, I didn't I didn't like anything about the fight. It was just like, yeah, but it was mm-hmm. different. So, I mean, that was nice to have something different. Plus, the cat was OK at the end. So <laughs> always well. And then I think this is where you get the the best you get the parts for the best sword for the beam katana, which then you have to then wait a bit before you can actually get it. But you can do it. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to at least be at this point. And then in between the mission, whenever you go back to your apartment, you can do stuff in your apartment, too. I never did anything, but I know you can play with a cat. You can pet the cat. You can mm-hmm. which I, you can go watch videos, which I did, which end up unlocking new wrestling moves for you. Which yeah. I use, but I did anyway. Have Have you ever got either of y'all ever got home and like sat down and the cat is like flying around the fucking room? yes i love it (laughs) the first time i got to that point i remember i remember saying out loud like what are you doing kitty because i was just so like like oh my god look at the cat like like 
literally grips onto the the ceiling fan, like the string that you pull to to control the ceiling fan, and it's just like woo woo woo, just like swinging around, and I was just like, Gene, what are you doing? You know, that's only a cap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see it. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't. I never ran into. I wasn't in there very. I'd get in there and then leave pretty quickly. I uh, I was worried the game would crash because I don't know if I ever had this version crash on me. I know No More Heroes Two when I played it on the Switch, it did crash. But I was worried something would happen, so I would always save after I deposited the money because I didn't want to end up depositing the money, going to go fight the boss. Something happened at the boss, and I didn't save, or I didn't save before I had to fight the boss, and I had to recollect all the money over again. <laughs> I get that. I save constantly in this game just to be safe. Well, and I love I love how right before each boss, you get that phone call from Sylvia reminding you to save your game. But of course, she doesn't say, like, save your game. She says, like, be sure to use the bathroom. <laughs> she also tells you to wash your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> uh, I, it, it's amu- I, I do find amusing that toilets are, your, are how you save. I do find I that know. really amusing. I know. I actually had a really hard time figuring out how to get to the the second the second to last fight because I didn't know you could jump. Even though the game tells you to jump, it didn't click right away. Mm-hmm. And then, like I had to watch a video, and then I then I'm like, oh okay. Then I figured out what to do to get over because I could not. I was like, how the fuck do I get here? Yeah. So once you get in there, you do. This is this is my favorite boss and one of my favorite <laughs> like video game characters, honestly, of all time. <laughs> She's a bad girl. She is just the greatest thing about this game for me. <laughs> I mean, I also forgot because I'm watching a video right now where when you first get into the fight, it's the one of the few times you actually use the motorcycle to fight and you just run over people. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get knocked off. <laughs> you sound like you speak from experience. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who got knocked off his bike and had to sit there and run around the goddamn field for like 15 minutes trying to make enemies spawn. <laughs> oh, much easier to just plow them over with your car <laughs> you couldn't get back on it no like they i i went i was i saw that there was one of the uh the chest and i ran into the chest and i was like oh let me just back up a little bit and then i got shot by like four different guys at once and it blew me off the bike and then the oh. bike just disappears oh yeah no that's definitely one of those areas where you've just got to like plow forward like yeah <laughs> I can see that being, I don't think I got knocked off. Like, I can't remember now. Like, I, I beat this, I've beaten a few games actually since I played this, but I cannot remember. But you're right, it is, it is the first time that you, it's really like, I just, part of I, it. if I remember correctly, there's a part near the end where I was chasing people on the bike in the last mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't just hallucinating. I was like, I swear yeah. I remember doing that in the last the mission. First, yeah, this is the first of that, though. But, but um, bad girl is just so it's just such a cool like oh god i love her so much yeah so like when you get in there and she's got just this fucking <laughs> conveyor belt of gimps <laughs> just decapitating them like one by one uh-huh. and it just it just kills me it just every time it's the greatest thing it's <laughs> i just and just her her absolute mania of just you know oh they're all gonna fucking pay with their lives <laughs> hey uh, just just have a question for you yeah have you seen uh scott pilgrim versus the world the movie no no i haven't uh, i don't know why but i saw i whenever bad girl showed up i played this game before but when she showed up this time i went man that really looks like envy adams which is captain marvel <laughs> Really? Okay. Yeah. You need you Scott Pilgrim. I, 
Scott Pilgrim's my favorite movie of all time. But you see it though, Mike, right, Mike? Yes, I do. Now that you mentioned <laughs> it, yeah, I can see Brie Larson and the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also just love when I just like when games have BDSM type representation in some sort of way. Even though I mean, this is kind of a, a joke on it. It's I still thought it was just funny. I really liked it. It it is a joke, but it's not. It it's 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 only a joke in the sense that it's presented so casually. Yeah. I like, just I, I like it's to make as it if it's just this is just my collection of gimps that I just keep on a conveyor belt and decapitate and, one by one. Like and then they fight you too. Shit! Like at, at some point during the fight or after the fight, I fought a bunch of them. Came after me. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny um, too. Oh, but she, and, and just she launches sort of, them. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was. Oh, she, I also found out she has an insta kill too, where she's on the ground. I went to go hit her, and then she, I think, kicked me in the balls and just beat the shit out of me in the baseball bat, and I just died. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, don't do that. Yeah, and so the I love I love that for a couple reasons. Even though obviously I'm not like, oh, I love insta kill moves, <laughs> <laughs> but but just the idea of like. You know, she's so violent. She's so aggressive. She's just coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. But then she does this, like, helpless girl, like, fall to the ground and weep, you know, and so she's just crying. And then if you go over to her, it's just, bam, you're dead. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and so I just, I just love that. I love that, the kind of statement that that's making, like, you know, <laughs> don't. Don't let that fool you. <laughs> I thought she was like stunned or something. So that's why I went up to her. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get some free hits. And she wasn't stunned. Yeah. No. And I love when, uh, when you just stand back and you just let her, you know, stay on the ground like that. And then she'll, she'll just be like, fuck. And then stand up because like it didn't work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she was just such a, she's such a badass character. It's so yeah. cool. It it really turned it really made me even more in, like I was like oh, I that's I think that's when I really got into this game even more so I'm like all right this game is just awesome. Well, and she um she really brings back the whole you know I mean she's the second ranked assassin so obviously she's really good at her job right and so but that's she sort of <laughs> repeats that over and over she's like you know what it's just a job right it's just the daily grind you know people yes, want to judge people. me like who who the fuck are you to judge me like I'm just doing my job you know and I'm like preach it <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I just I love watching her kill Gimps I don't know it was just so damn cool. <laughs> <sighs> but, and then you get to the the final part of the game which i, I felt like because i this kind of this is where i had a really hard time oh also i did have to throughout the game because i i wanted all the best weapon and everything so i went through and i i leveled i went and did some of the missions over again to get extra money and there's one mission you can farm in this game to get everything pretty easily near the end that you unlock that as i just did it like four or five times and i had enough money to buy the best sword and i just quit playing or i just went to finish the game then yeah, yeah. I know there's a enhancement you can get for your sword that makes it that there's no your battery never be, need to be recharged, which I haven't we haven't talked about yet. But like the joke is when every time you recharge your sword, it looks like he's trying to jack it off, which is just hilarious, too. When you're in the middle of a fight, you're trying to I recharge know. your sword. Well, and, and, you know, this is what you're missing out on, guys, without doing motion controls. <laughs> <laughs> Jacking off the controller. <laughs> Uh, I can see that being pretty hilarious. Somebody's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> oh, I just found it hilarious, especially in the middle of a fight. Like, I remember having me multiple times. Like, okay, I got run away and trying to get the sword charged up, and then they go hit you in the back. Yeah, yeah. It was it's so funny. Yeah. It's great. And then, like, the final part, 
Dark Star you're going after, which is not the final boss, or not even the boss you even fight, joke, but like you have like you I guess you go on the motorcycle and you're chasing you're going down a highway. Like I thought that was really cool to have a, a mission where you're running around on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So at this point they've really incorporated your bike into, you know, what you're doing. I guess they assume at this point you've gotten pretty fluent with like driving it around. But yeah, so you don't actually end up but th- this is this is like a twist within a twist within a twist. Is <laughs> the whole the whole like ending fake ending kind of uh scene that plays out here next i enjoyed it like i because i did again i played this game blind for the most part so i didn't see it coming where you know after when you finally after you do all the parts you ride around the motorcycle and you fight people and run around a maze and stuff and you finally get to the boss fight with dark star who's like he's like i'm your father Mm -hmm. and he's like my father died and then he gets i guess he gets put punched in the balls you were saying joe he gets punched through through the back through his balls (laughs) yeah by by gene who is your sister? I thought at first it was like ex, ex-girlfriend is what it was like, you know, leading to, but then it leads to it's your sister. Well, it's, they, they definitely imply that. They try to imply that at first. I think they want you to think that. And then when it's revealed that, like, no, this is your sister. And then it's like, oh. Well, you're, you're both half right. Please continue. <laughs> Please. So, <laughs> so the I love this game so much. Like I said, back in the day, I didn't have a Wii. So I tried to absorb as much media of this game as I can. And Suda51 is a freak when it comes to like saying things off topic or in interviews. Like, um, <laughs> so you, you said you haven't played Killer is Dead, right, Mike? No, not yet. Have you played it, Jessica? No, no. So the main characters, they all have like one guy's half a rope. Another woman hat can grow like 15 arms. And then the main character has like a weird kind of cyborg arm. And during one of the interviews, they asked Suda, so why do the main characters all have these powers? And he straight up goes, oh, you know, the SEAL Team 6 that killed Osama bin Laden? Yeah, that was them. And they absorbed his evil energy. And that's why they all have powers. But in the game, later (laughs) on, it explains why he has powers. And then later on, someone asked Suda, wait, why would you say that if it's actually different in the game? I just like I didn't want to spoil the game, so that was like the best idea I came up with. <laughs> but the that's funny. He's, yeah, he's part too of the, much. <laughs> part of the original. It's probably like in a book too, because this game has tons of concept art. Because there's tons of different designs for these characters. Travis bought the motorcycle and the Bloodberry, which is the original Beam Katana, off of eBay, and he was at the bar crying because he was sad because he was going to use that to go kill Gene, but. He was broke still, so we couldn't figure out where he was at. And that's where he met the hell's her name, Sylvia, Sylvia. And Sylvia ends up doing this whole thing. Well, Travis knew Jean when they were kids because we can you can slow down the dialogue she has. And Travis's dad was married to her mom. And then they got he ended up molesting her and they got divorced and he moved down the road, got a new wife and then had a pair of which you find out later, but a pair of twins. And I guess for some reason, Travis would go down the street and play with her. And they were like, it was like his childhood crush. And that's why the cat's also named Gene that he owns. Oh, okay. You do the weird thing where you name your cat after the girl you liked because you got rejected. And then that's why also she walks back down the block and murders your parents because of what happened. So you actually slowed down her. her... Oh, there's a video on, on YouTube. Yeah, there's a video on YouTube where she explains all of it. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously meant to be funny where it's like this fast-forwarded, you know, speech. <laughs> that's what I thought, too, until he sent me the video. I'm like, oh, okay, that's dark. 
Okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. It's cool that it's actually there. Like, they actually, ha- I mean, I thought it was just some, like there was going to be nothing there. But when you actually sent me the video, it's like, wow, they actually put stuff in there. They like, I was like, okay. Yeah. So I fucking hated this fight and I was ready to quit the game because I didn't think I'd be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go into this is one, this. Because at first, like, she blocks all your attacks. You really can't hit her. I couldn't figure out. Like, I looked up a guide and, like, oh, just attack her when she taunts. I'm like, okay, well, that didn't work either. Like, okay, oh, you attack after her combo. I'm like, well, that doesn't work. Like, I just could not get her for the life of me. And every boss fight in this game has a a chest that gives you full health. Well, in this fight, there is no chest that gives you full health. You just get a little bit of health. So that didn't help. I was just having a hell of a time until I looked up a video and... I saw the guy do the charge attack because you can't block the charge attack all the time. And that's how I beat her. I could not get it. Like, she would just murder me until I figured that out. She is tough, even even though I knew to use the charge attack. I, I still struggled with her for a couple of times. But yeah, yeah. So then. Difficult fight. Yeah. It made it possible, though. Like, if I wouldn't know about that charge attack, I don't think I would have done it because I just I don't know how you're supposed to hit her. Otherwise, you can't really you can't get her like Mm -hmm. she has a very brief opening after combos, but it's very tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't do wrestling moves because she countered those. I I thought, okay, you got you got to stun her. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. She counters all that. Like, this is this was a ridiculous fight to me until until then I got charge attack. And it was still really hard, but very much more reasonable. Yeah. But so um, at this point, you are ostensibly number one. <laughs> so Which doesn't, you know, does Sylvia not show up then, if I remember correctly? Like, she's not in, because you're trying to, she doesn't answer your call. Or you, this is when you figure out it's all a con, because her mother calls her, calls you shortly before this fight, I think. she She's in the background whenever you kill Jean. Travis is like, oh, it's finally over. Okay. And now I think you, you only see her after you do the fight with uh, Henry, the secret boss fight for Henry. Right. Right. So, yeah. So then after the thing I had talked about at the beginning, when the guy comes yeah. in and attacks you on the toilet after you've beaten Gene, Henry comes in and kills that guy. So now you got to go fight Henry in the parking lot if you select real ending. <laughs> I like that. That's an option. Also, we uh-huh. should say Shinobu comes and saves you in the Gene fight and cuts off her arm. That's correct. That's correct. So setting uh setting up for Shinobu being a recurring character in future games, which she is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oh, yeah. you don't even see also oh, the guy that you were saying that you that you think is Smith, you don't see his face. You don't see his face. No, you don't. And so that's why it it's me oh. kind of connecting the dots there. It's But I don't he has the same super obvious. If I remember correctly, the guy in Killer Seven has a white suit with a purple shirt for the black guy. Yeah. It- it's the same outfit and it's the same voice actor. Oh, okay. So it's the same. Okay. Yeah, that's so I cool. Think, I think it's meant to definitely be an allusion to, well, to him. Technically, everybody in Killer Seven is dead too, because all the assassins are dead that you're that you are. All the personas. Sure. I, don't know. I never played Killer Seven. I'm probably oh. gonna go buy it's like five dollars, so I'm probably gonna buy it real it's quick. It's a good game. It's really strange. <laughs> Even compared to this, it's a very strange game. You <laughs> fight a guy with an afro that chases after you at one point through ambulances. It's a boss oh. fight. So just gonna put that out there. But no, it's a very, very good game. I, I, I recommend it. But yeah, um, it's in Killer Seven, which is it's it's explained right in the beginning. They're all your personas of, of all these dead people. And the one guy that can like pull out the persona, something like that. But yes. Okay, that's cool. I, I did not get that connection, but now, now that I was watching the cutscene again, like that definitely makes sense. Well, there there's tons of stuff about this game, which I'll I'll bring up here once we get through all of it. 
Suda 51 was not sure that this game was going to sell well. And it's because he's, he, he was, yeah, I don't think a lot of his games really sell well. So there's, there's, I think he's always had this constant worry that they won't because the ending to this game is really weird in context. Cause Can after you, you yeah, keep so, going, sorry. After after you beat Henry, you guys kind of have like a rundown towards the street. And what is that? They, they make a joke at Duke Nukem Forever, which I think is fucking hilarious. And it yeah. it, it pulls out to show a picture. And I believe the little girl supposed to be Travis and Sylvia's daughter. And then that ends up being retconned away. And then it ends up being brought back again. OK, <laughs> OK. But he made it kind of like that because he's like, well, if they give me a sequel, I'll make a sequel. Well, what if they don't make a sequel? Oh, then the, the ending where Travis gets killed is canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he left it open to interpretation and reinterpretation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just thought it was funny when Henry's like, yeah, Sylvia's my wife. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's got expensive taste. And I, I thought that was just hilarious. Well, and what does he say? She's a, she's a good woman, but a bad wife or... or... Something like that, yeah. Or she's yeah. a bad wife, but a good woman. I think I think I flipped that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just... Tra- Travis makes the gross comment of, "Oh yeah, she's a real good woman." Uh huh. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a weird. It was it also not a very hard fight either, which was nice. After the, I was really worried after after fighting Gene that this was going to be a really hard fight, and it it really wasn't bad at all. No, it's a bit of a victory lap, which I think is by design. But so is this your brother? Maybe right? he calls you brother in the yeah. They're, they're... It's, a, it's the other Star Wars twist. They're twins. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah. And that's no more heroes. Yeah, that's no more heroes. I didn't even see the... Okay, yeah, I did see the ending where the, you have the little girl looking at the painting of them and then walk... Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, and she says, like, oh, you like that painting, Jean? So it's like, oh, oh the, her name is also Jean. Oh, too bad there won't be a sequel. Which is kind of funny. I mean, we played this in 2022, or at least I did for the first time. And then, yeah, there's definitely a sequel. There's yeah. three sequels, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a few of them, actually. So, yeah. With the, with the fourth one already announced. Mm. That's cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that this is done well. Mm-hmm. Enough for that. And, Joe, you said you had parodies you wanted to mention? Or references, well, well, I should say? Oh, yeah, there's tons of references. Besides me going through a couple of stuff we just talked about now, the Star Wars reference, Travis Dutchdown is modeled literally modeled after Johnny Knoxville. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Travis's original design also includes him having Han Solo's buster, his gun for some <laughs> reason. Yeah. Just, just copious amounts of uh, his final lightsaber, the hilt. It's, it's in Japanese uh, that says tiger. And like I said, just the, all of the other couple numerous amounts of stuff that we've already gone through. But this, this game and that has... could be a Highlander reference because Highlander, his katana, Duncan McLeod's katana is a, has a tiger on it. Oh, I, I I love Highlander, so that's what I'm going to say is the Highlander. And isn't the isn't your hotel room supposed to be like the Memento hotel room? Is it the Memento hotel room? I, I maybe I made that up, but I mean, could I have? I mean, <laughs> while I mean, you did live on a motel. I've never seen Memento, so okay, yeah. Go into it without knowing anything about it. The best way to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Good movie though. The guy that will eventually direct a terrible Batman movie called Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Not a fan. But yeah, you should you should you should watch it. I think the other one is uh what is it during hit during your final speech with Henry? I think the idea is also supposed to be there. Besides them being twins as a Star Wars reference, it's also a Devil May Cry reference because people always think Virgil's the cooler brother to Dante. Okay. And that's he is. yeah, besides all the other stuff that we talked about, that 
think that's pretty much a vast majority of them. I swear there's a reference at one point when he says something. He's like, put me in, coach. I mean, I know that could just be a baseball reference, but to me, it always, whenever I hear put me in, coach, I just think of the song Center Field by John Fogarty. Uh huh. That's all I took it. I'm like, I swear that that's what he's, I'm like, that's what he's referencing in my head. I love that song. So, no, it was just, okay. Anything else you guys want to say before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? I have a few to read, not many, but a few. No, I say go for it. Right. I didn't get a whole lot, but from the I Washington Tire or Blood Super Replay group, I have two. First from Carl Klein. This game felt like a fever dream back in the day. The soundtrack is great and the style is better. And from Rachel Lancaster, the whole game was pretty cool, but thing I remember strongest was a mechanic where the freaking Wii, Wii remote rang like a phone and Mike Lancaster insti- instinctively put it to his ear. The audio of the phone call only came through the speaker in the Wiimote. It was such a small thing, but it was freaking brilliant. Other games may have done it since then, but No More Heroes was the first so far as I know. I Yeah, you know what? That That was really brilliant. I I remember genuinely having the Wiimote in my hand and sort of like, where's that where's that noise coming from? And then realizing it's coming from the speaker and then like moving my head closer to it and then realizing like, <laughs> oh, it's like I'm on a phone. Like it was so it just hit me like, wow, that's so cool. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to wholeheartedly with that comment for sure. Right. And from the official Laser Time community from Justin Berger. I remember loving this game. I think it was one of the last Wii games I played. It was as, as close as you could get to GTA on the Wii. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and mm-hmm. from Jay Alberto, I remember the NPCs calling you right before a boss fight and listening to the combo through the Wiimote speaker, and it blew my mind. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and from the Giant Bomb group, I got two. Uh, from Cody Curry, the third boss gave me so much damn trouble. Oh, yeah, Shinobu, I could see her being hard. Mm-hmm. I was playing it easy, so it wasn't difficult. But I can, I, I know on hard mode from the speedrun, they were talking about if the fight goes too long, you can't beat her or something like that. They were saying mm-hmm. she gets like fat, it just gets harder and harder to hit her or something like that. They were saying, Oh, that was cool that that's that there's something like that in there. All right, and last comment from Richard Welsh I remember being really charmed by this, but then took a break and never came back. I don't think I ever finished a Suda 51 game. I played this in Killer 7 for at least a few hours each. You should, you should finish both of them. Mm-hmm. Both are. Really fucking good. <laughs> Killer Seven is, I think Killer Seven is stranger and harder to approach than this game. It is. It is very strange. It's good. It's just. It's. It's just. It's also very difficult too. I, I think it gets hard at the end. Also spooky. Yeah, it, it is. You get a lot of laughing and invisible enemies later on, stuff like that. So good game. You should play it. <laughs> I think you'll like it. All right, and that brings us to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. Shelf being something you really like, stack being something you like but not as much, and box being something you dislike. And Joe, since it's your pick, why don't you go first? Oh, this game is totally going on the shelf. I love the entire series. Three came out recently, and that's when I decided to uh, re-go through these and loved every single moment of it. The ringtone, the my ringtone for my personal phone when I first got my first smartphone was the, uh, the, the music you constantly hear. And I think my text message notification is still the noise you get when you fully up, when you fully charge the beam katana. So I very much love this game. Okay. I'll go next. I'm also going to put this on the shelf. I I had I came into it with no expectations. I would have never put this game on the show, probably, because I just had no interest in replaying it. And I had a great time. I really am glad you, you, you got me to play this, Joe. And I really enjoyed it going on the shelf. And this was a fun time. This was a really strange, fun game. And what about you, Jessica? Oh, yeah, same. For sure. For sure. We're doing shelf on this. As I'm as I'm sitting here recording, I'm looking at my gaming posters on the wall i've got the no more heroes santa destroy prominently displayed my husband and i have cosplayed 
Sylvia and Travis <laughs> before. This is, this is definitely one of my favorite games. Huge, huge part of my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm glad that you were able to join us to talk about this. Yeah, thank you so much. All thanks to you making Greg Sewer play it at some point for five hours. Hey, no, <laughs> it was a dirty job. <laughs> <laughs> I should ask him if he enjoyed Did he enjoy playing this game, did it seem like, on the stream? I'll, I'll tell you he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, and if you in, if you enjoyed this episode... Oh, I should talk about what we're talking about next week. Damn, I'm almost forgetting how to do this show sometimes. Uh, so next week, I'm going to be talking about Resident Evil 3 Remake, which I'm excited to talk about. And Joe will be back for that one. Yeah, I'll be here for that one. That's that's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me complain about 50% about that game. Hey, it wasn't scary like RE2 Remake, so it was mwah to me. Yeah, how do you think I fucking feel? I have never been more terrified than RE2 Remake when I played that game in the dark in my new house that we in the basement. Fucking terrified of that. Yeah game was the worst <laughs> great game but oh god bad experience all right so you have to stay tuned for that next week and if you enjoyed this episode we have over 400 other episodes you go listen to we do movies comics tv show seasons go check out our giant catalog of stuff that we produce uh, you can find everything on podbean you can't find it looking for on spotify or itunes also if you want to support the show we do have a patreon poll and we have a new patreon poll that just went live at the time that you're hearing this uh, which is going to be uh, science fiction movies that Mike has never seen. So you get to vote for as little as a dollar. You'll see a link in the show notes. And the four choices are Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell, the anime, uh, Children of Men, and Tron 1982. I've never seen any of those four movies. And I figured, hey, I'll let you guys vote for it. So yeah, you'll see a, you'll see a link in the show notes. For little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon poll. And if you want to chat with us, we do have a Discord. You can join our Discord and chat with, with the show and other people that join us. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intern, also courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasper. You can follow her on TikTok. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who covered the MCU movies with me. Uh, you can find him at a gamer looks at 40, start his own podcast. And I think, and all, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Audio only, but we are on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Mike, Bye, turn everybody. your games down. <laughs>